Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. And my name is James Petragallo. Thank you guys so much for being patient with us last week. Crazy things happened. Yeah, we had a crazy week. We had Frankie, had to go to the vet, and then our fridge didn't work, and... It was, it was like, a mess. We yeah. had a power we had, surge. It we was had Borat coming over to our house to fix the fridge. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was an adventure. It's a long story, <laughs> but it's an adventure. But yeah. we're back and yeah. we're excited. Great we're so success. Pumped. We're pumped. We're pumped. You know why, James? Oh, tell me, please. Because this week we did the movie You've Got Mail. Oh boy, did we have mail! It was overflowing out of the box. Yeah, we had some. Up. We had some mail this week. Uh, the 1998 film starring Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Um, the IMDb description is a little bit lacking this week, and I actually really love it. Are you ready? <laughs> Let's pick, lay it on me. Okay. Two business rivals who despise each other in real life unwittingly fall in love over the internet. That's like that's what happened, I guess. It doesn't ex- it doesn't describe that they fell in love with each other. It doesn't. No, well, I, I think it's assumed, but I guess no. I guess it's really not in it's the not title. Assumed. It's, it's not assumed because I did not assume that at all. I mean, I know because I've watched this movie. Technically, those things happened. Yeah, they both did fall in love, whether it was with each other or not, is a different thing. But they yeah. both did, and it isn't okay. So that's it's a fair one, anyway. It's a fair one, yeah. So our fun fact this week is that the cast members Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan were actually emailing each other during the filming. Really? Yeah. I was thought that was interesting. God, poor Tom Hanks had to put up with her. Oh, I was uh, just going to say, I, I'm so jealous of Meg Ryan. Pretty much, okay, yeah, this whole exactly. episode is going to be me fawning over Tom Hanks. I love Tom Hanks. Me too. I'll be fawning as I well. I want him to be my dad. Yeah, but I'm not fawning over Meg Ryan because her character- Never fawning is, over Meg Ryan. Her character is- so it's she is awful. The character is terrible in this movie. Boring. She's boring. She's everything. She's just everything that's wrong with everything. It's yeah, horrible. It's it's, it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's bad stuff. Nothing's good. No. Um. So we begin the movie with an internet time capsule, which I thought was fucking holy. Okay, no, no. Futuristic computer yeah. opening. So yeah, it's not an else. internet time capsule, as in like for that time. It was an internet time capsule for me. Yeah. Because I was watching this and I was like, whoa, this used to be really high tech. And yeah. It's not high tech now. It, it like com- I could make that on PowerPoint. <laughs> The, com- the, 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 the intro was complete with modem sounds, yeah. like beeps and like all that crap. Yeah, and, and, and it was like pixelated um, AOL logo, all yeah. pixelated though, like it was on the screen. Then. And it, it was, was like so simulated silly. New York City. It was so weird. Yeah, but... it was a strange virtual reality 1998 world. Exactly. So, um, yeah, by the way, guys, we're in 1998. I know I said that before, but we're in 1998. So the internet was, you know. This is hardcore. You have to understand the time to get this movie because yeah. it's, oh it's so 1998 this was a time yeah this movie would have only worked in about a two-year period yep. of the, our entire existence and at yep. that point it was as relevant a thing as humanly possible two years later completely irrelevant yeah <laughs> completely yeah. irrelevant um so we begin the movie obviously with that and then we see so we go from the pixelated world to greg kinnear who's in this movie and we find out that he is dating meg ryan at the yeah. time and they're both just insufferable yeah both of them People. What I thought was funny was that he's telling Meg Ryan a story from the newspaper about how people have to remove solitaire from the computers because yeah. no one was getting anything done at yes. work. And yeah. I was like, like oh, my God, Greg talk Kinnear. Of, talk about the tip of the iceberg there. Yeah. Solitaire. That, solitaire that, only, I mean, huh? His head would have exploded if he saw Facebook. You know? yeah. Oh, my God. What's going on? Instagram. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, what the hell? What's Pinterest? Yeah. So um, one of the lines that I wrote down was, you know, he's talking to Meg Ryan and he's like, you think that that machine is your friend, but it's not. Yeah, that machine. Yeah. That's, I this that was is, a great line. This, this is a, a time when computers weren't in your hand. 
Like, no. even if you had a laptop, you didn't just take it around with you. It was a giant thing, and it was a pain in the ass because it was unwieldy, and you needed to be physically yeah. connected to a phone line. <laughs> yeah. So you had, like, a spot you in your house. Something. Yeah, you had a spot in your house where you kept your computer, yeah. and that was where the computing went on. And then the rest of the time, you didn't think about <laughs> yeah, it. That was exactly. it. Exactly. It was so strange. It's, it's so just, yeah. a different time. Um, so Meg Ryan uh, has to sneak around to use the internet. So we start to think that something really weird and fishy is going on from the get-go because Greg Kinnear goes off to work to, you know, be Greg Kinnear. He's and, a writer. He yeah. writes for the Village Voice, I yeah, believe. Yeah, and she's, like, you know, peering out the window and, like, around the corner and, like, checking the camera to make sure that he's not there. And then she goes and she logs onto her laptop and we hear the AOL Thing, and yeah, then and we modem hear, noises. Yeah, we hear you've got mail, and that and it logged AOL. You can tell was involved in this movie because they they, they logged on to the internet so much quicker than it actually took to log on to AOL. Oh yeah, I so much that. quicker. It took so sometimes long. it took like three it tries. Took so long. It was a it was horrible. Yeah, it was the worst. And you're just like, wait, why is that guy still running? She, <laughs> she, <laughs> I want to get on the internet. Come now. on. <laughs> she, when she was about to get on the internet and like looking outside for him, she was acting as if she had a man hidden in the closet. Yeah. Is what she was acting well, like. Well, I mean, you kind of do when you're talking to Tom Hanks. Yeah, she's you got a man hiding in the closet. Yeah. Okay. So she's emailing back and forth with Tom Hanks, and um, you know they're just talking about weird little anecdotes. We find out that Tom Hanks is dating Parker Posey, um, the girl from Best in Show with yeah. the braces and the the B the B the B. Yeah. yeah she the, and it's funny because at this point she was like an indie darling. She was yeah. like the indie movie darling for like the four yeah. years before. This is her like I'm making some money now. Yeah. I'm going out. I'm going to do a damn Tom Hanks Meg Ryan movie. The P ca- P's getting a paycheck. The cast in this movie is insane. By the yeah, way, it's, it's, it's a crazy. waste of people. Also, to this, I have to say the the Kinnear when he left Meg Ryan to go out. Mm-hmm. I like the way they in, they made sure you knew they were like yuppies though because he was yeah. like well well sushi tonight yeah sushi and they were that's that was considered like a yuppie yeah. thing to do in 1998 yeah. like oh they're you know it's it's so funny whereas now everybody kind of eats sushi well yeah because i was gonna i was gonna bring that up because it was um greg kinnear leaves to go to work and then meg ryan you know logs onto the internet and whatever and talks to tom hanks um parker posey you know is leaving she's getting her coffee and then leaving and they're both like we're doing dinner tonight and yes. we're going here yeah. and you know six o'clock and the it's funny yeah yeah because you couldn't even like you couldn't even like text your boyfriend and say hey we're going to dinner no. tonight right or like do you want to go to dinner like in the morning you're like no. we're going to dinner tonight we're going to that sushi place remember and yeah. like yeah. i'll meet you there at seven yeah. o'clock okay because there was no other communication that's it you can call exactly. me in the office maybe i'll be there i don't know yeah who knows i might be in the bathroom it was like, a great you know? time yeah it was a great this is a it's it, this is a wonderful time this was when the internet was around so if you really wanted to get on the internet and like look up information or talk to strangers or whatever you could that was available yeah. but it wasn't your whole life yeah your it whole wasn't life wasn't so present yeah your yeah. whole life wasn't dominated by it i feel like this was the best time for for this sort of thing where people still like interacted with each other yeah you know in person and shit Absolutely. like that so I, I i like this time period so tom hanks and meg ryan are both in a relationship and they both seem to be miserable in it they both seem to be not stimulated and they both seem to be really excited about emailing each other but oh, yeah. but 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 they do not know that they are emailing each other. No, they don't know they who just, they are. They're emailing Shop Girl and yeah. NY152. This was a day, this is the other thing that was weird. This was back when you would talk to someone on the internet for like a year and a half before, and then it would be like a big deal. Should we meet? This It's not like now where if you talk to so, a yeah. stranger, within, within eight minutes, a picture of someone's cock will be exchanged. You know what I yeah. mean? Like That's not what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's not okay. That's But that back then it was like this weird, like, oh, this mystery person. This Yeah, and know. hey, like, let's just not send unsolicited dick pics. Don't send solicited well, dick pics a... and don't send unsolicited. No, it's well, fucking solicited. It's not... If someone asks for one, I think it's only polite no. at that point. If someone asks for one, I don't say that they obviously want one at I that don't point. Know. Well, what's the big I don't deal? Know. I've got, I don't know. Uh, if they don't I'm, want it, yeah, prude. don't send it. But, well, no one's sending them to you. I mean, but if you requested one. No one is one, sending them to me? Why I hope not. Why would anybody send any to me? I'm I don't know. Kidding. I'm just. <laughs> I have no idea. This, this is also the time, in addition to the internet, this is the time in New York City where it was portrayed as Disneyland. Yeah. The late 90s. This is like, hey, we kind of cleaned it up a little bit, and now it's Disneyland, and it's just yeah. all cherry blossoms. Yeah, and, exactly. And walk up, you know, brownstones that anybody can afford, no matter what yeah, you do. Yeah, everybody can afford a nice place. Everybody's just walking around having coffee and talking yeah. and buying, you know, buying vegetables at the market. Like, that's that's all that happens, and there's no black people either. No. None. That's the other thing. No, there's Dave Chappelle. 
Dave, we'll exactly. There. That's we'll what I mean. We'll There's Dave. There. Dave Chappelle is the only black person in New York City in this movie. My main complaint with all of these movies is why? Why, why, why does every romantic comedy have to have some form of like cheating in it? So usually mm-hmm. they're always in a relationship and then they like, you know, they're not happy and so they start talking to somebody else or like, you know, whatever. It's like, why couldn't they just be single, rediscovering themselves or discovering themselves yeah. and just kind of yeah. rocking it the fuck out and then they just meet someone who's like great for them? Yeah. Why can't one, why couldn't Meg Ryan have already broken up with Greg Kinnear, you know, last year? He sucks. And she's like, yeah, you know, since him, I just haven't really been interested in anybody. By the way, Greg Kinnear in this movie fucking sucks. Yeah. He, he sucks. Is... His character sucks. Everything's oh, bad. Oh, my God. Well, no, I guess he's a good actor because I hated him thoroughly. True. Like I found him so fucking annoying. Yeah, I guess so. But I guess he pulled that off. I was like, because he's great and as good as it gets. Okay. But this movie, he was just fucking relentless. It was awful. Um, but anyway, I get it. Tom Hanks is a treasure. Everybody would want to, you know, ditch Greg Kinnear for Tom Hanks. I, I fucking get it because no, I true. want him to be my dad and he can co-dad with my dad because my dad's pretty cool. It's I like eight minutes into the movie, I'm, I'm like summing it up. Eight yeah. minutes in, I'm like, okay, it's wealthy people yeah. living in nice apartments in New York City while chatting online. This is the whitest movie ever made. Yeah. <laughs> as I'm thinking about it, like this is the whitest thing yeah, ever. Yeah, it's super white. Just as I'm thinking about this while I'm watching it, the cranberries kick in and I'm like, it just got whiter. Yeah, Somehow I don't know what it got whiter. And then literally the next thing they cut to is Dave Chappelle. Like they knew. They were yeah. like, okay, we've really pushed the limits of whiteness here. We've, yeah. It's the whitest we gotta thing. We got to get Dave Chappelle. And then we put a cranberry song in it what else can we do yeah, here exactly. like, we got to switch it up here Chappelle thank God yeah so the the now we're getting to one of the plot points okay so Tom Hanks is opening up a bookstore kind of like a Barnes and Noble it's I like guess. a Borders yeah like with, a Borders Barnes yeah, and Noble it's gonna have discount books coffee pastries CDs because it's yeah. 1998 CDs. And people still bought CDs oh god I remember buying CDs yeah. at the bookstore um, anyway, so Dave Chappelle is one of, I guess, his builders or like, you know, what is like right hand guy or whatever, which, by the way, I love the duo of Dave Chappelle and Tom oh, Hanks. I want a buddy movie of Dave Chappelle and Tom Hanks. Yeah, so I want ba- their interactions are fantastic. Yeah. Like, they're so good, both of them. You're like, yeah, these people, never mind Meg Ryan. Yeah. Let's, I, I just wanted it to be. I want it to be Brokeback Mountain with Tom Hanks and Dave Chappelle this yeah. movie. That's, I wanted it to turn into a romance between them because I just wanted to see them on screen <laughs> together more. So, fine. If they. <laughs> If I they, didn't want to broke back you know what? If they have to fuck each other, fine. I don't care. I want them on screen. I'm tired of Meg Ryan and Greg Kinnear. Yeah. Get them out of here. But the conflict here is that Meg Ryan is actually the owner of owner and proprietor of a small bookstore, and it's called The Little Shop Around the Corner. Oh, man. And she also wears sweater vests while running a boutique bookstore, which is probably the whitest thing you can do yeah. as a woman, I believe. Um, but so, you know, okay, Meg Ryan's the small shop. Tom Hanks is like the corporate fat cat. And they're totally in love with each other, and they don't know. Conflict abound. Oh, boy. Here we go, guys. Buckle the fuck up. It's about to suck real bad. <laughs> they set the conflict out real early, too. Yeah. and it's I quick. And, and because, okay, so Sleepless in Seattle is so great. I loved Sleepless in Seattle. Everybody loves Sleepless in Seattle. I guess. Yeah. It's Tom Hanks. It, yeah. Okay. I'll but buy this that. Movie it's better than this. so <laughs> it's bad. Much, it's much better than this. Yeah. I'll say that. All right. So... <laughs> They're emailing back and forth with each other, all right? Lying and deceit. They don't talk about anything about what they do. They're no. they're into they're they're like they made an agreement. I don't know when or why no or specifics. whatever. No specifics, mm-hmm. okay? So that's a great way to start off your relationship. Like let's not know anything about each other. Back then there was this weird anonymity thing to the internet where like if yeah. you talk to someone, if you said anything about your personal life or said you should meet, then it was weird and you could, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like so strange. Yeah, but, and and by the way, so they met in a chat room, okay? They yeah, met in like over, the over 30 yeah, chat the room. over 30, and um, which was funny to hear, over 30 chat I room. I know. And then the other girls in her shop were talking about cyber sex. They were talking, and Even I was like, Edith I've, Bunker was talking about cyber sex. Yeah, another and she said she tried comedy it. legend. Edith Bunker said that she tried it and it just didn't work out for her. And I was like, mm, okay. Yeah, no, well, I don't want to hear about Edith Bunker having cyber sex. Like, She's. I just want to hear about her buying toilet paper for and Archie. Mourning, and mourning the loss of Archie. That's yeah, it. Yeah. I want to hear about her concern for oh, Gloria. Archie. I have a lot of things going on yeah. here. So, um, but here's what I thought was really funny. So back then we were super excited about to talk to strangers. We were like, oh my God, we have the internet. We can talk to strangers and this is cool as fuck. Yeah. Then we were terrified to talk to strangers. Oh yeah. And we were like, don't talk to strangers at all. Like, just don't. Yeah, don't it, do it. As soon as the technology came out, weirdos used it to lure people and murder yeah. them. That's why. And so now, like, oh. 
And now we argue with strangers. <laughs> argue with strangers. The only things you do with strangers online are argue and fuck them. That's it. That's yeah, it. Argue yeah. and set up sexual dates. Yeah, That's what people gross. do on the internet. Yeah. yeah, I was laughing so hard because I was like, wow, what a, like, this is only like from 1998. So we're coming up on 20 years here of this movie being out. Wow. And I was like, oh my God. So it's so funny how the progression of like, you know, so we want strangers to know who we are. And then we're yeah. like, you know, we're, hey, we're here. And there's like, you can meet other people. And now we're like, no, I yeah. don't like strangers. I don't trust people and whatever. Now we're like, fuck you, dude. You suck. You don't like the type of cookie that I like. So yeah. go fuck yourself. Yeah, let's argue about Syria for 45 yeah, minutes. What it was say? just like, I don't want to hear about your political opinions. Just tell me about the bookstore that you uh, run. Back then it was a different different time. It by just the way, really was. By the way, here's my little piece of advice for the week. If you are arguing with somebody on the internet, neither of you are right. No, Neither that's of you not are true. right. No, one of you is no. still wrong. Well, no, <laughs> one of you still just, an idiot. You probably. Argue with people. No, you shouldn't. Idiot. You shouldn't bother for your own sanity. But yeah, that just mean, don't do that it. It doesn't make you not right in your point. Just don't do it. Just argue with yourself in the mirror. Just yeah, just forget about yeah, people on the internet. It's cool. It doesn't yeah. matter. But this the internet's a huge deal. Yeah, this so, is the beginning. The seeds. Yeah, we can talk so much about the internet. Let's just get into how fucking terrible this it. movie is, and then maybe we'll do a bonus episode where we just talk about our nostalgia. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. I like that. So um, next we see Tom Hanks and his dad and his grandfather talking Who's about- Jerry Seinfeld's original dad from Seinfeld yeah, that they replaced yeah, exactly. with the other one. Yeah, John yeah. Randolph. He's a good old actor. Um, So they're talking about, they're like all, you know, like three white guys talking about how they're taking down all these small businesses. They're like, yeah, we got city books to close down. And they're like, bah, 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 that's great. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then they're talking about Meg Ryan's bookshop, um, I guess because Tom Hanks's grandfather used to write letters back mm-hmm. and forth with Meg Ryan's mom. Yes. But Tom Hanks still doesn't know who Meg Ryan is, no. but we know who Meg Ryan is. Yeah, so it's and an, that's like really cool. An intergenerational thing. Yeah, they're yeah. giving a little tip and it's just so stupid. But apparently the grandfather and the mom never met. No. Um, so it she had was... beautiful penmanship, though, according to him. So I don't know what, yeah. that, what, well, what that, that's worth. A lot of serial killers have beautiful penmanship. Some so. of them. Yeah. Anyway, so now we're back to this weird email sequence in between. It's like a montage between Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Yeah. And I had a couple of problems with it. Number one, it's Meg Ryan, you know, talking over like, you know, she's narrating whatever the fuck she's emailing. And then it's Tom Hanks narrating whatever he's emailing. Okay. Mm. Neither of them are having a conversation no. with each other. They're just spewing out whatever weird anecdote into it's the not, world. It's basically just like premises for jokes almost. Yeah. Like I don't like it when people at the market it's like it's yeah. very much like it's like a bad internet open mic night yep. between the two of them. It's so strange. Yeah, like she's like, oh, I really like pencils and I like daisies and I like whatever. And then Tom Hanks is like, oh yeah, have you ever noticed like if you do this? And and then Meg Ryan's like, oh, I read uh, Pride and Prejudice. And it's like, you guys don't... Yeah. Okay, I don't... I he can't tell about... if they're getting along. I'm not rooting for them to get together. Like, I just think it's weird at this point that they're just both spewing out whatever facts and they're yeah. not actually getting along. Like, I'm like, I wish that they were having a conversation and that they were like, oh my God, we have yeah. so much in common. This is so so crazy. Why am I with Greg Kinnear? You know, why am I with Parker Posey? It's... Sharing their innermost corner of their brain's thoughts. That's yeah, all they're doing. He but... talks about the them uh, dumping flour in the in the in the, uh, yeah. the bagel shop, and he's like, the flour just goes in the air and it never lands. Why does that happen? Who gives a shit? This is yeah. why are we watching this? I mean, I do want a book of just Tom Hanks anecdotes. That's um, fine, and maybe just like an audio tape. That'd be cool, like just like an yeah. audio book of Tom Hanks anecdotes. But I don't want Meg Ryan corresponding with him at all. No, and I don't like how whenever she's talking. By the way, she's terrible in this movie. <laughs> she's so awful. And I when, think I think I know where you're going with this, and I'm when, really hoping whenever she is typing something. She's miming everything she speaks. She's moving her head and around back and forth. Head, and she's yeah. like, oh, I don't know. And she's like like she, mo- talking with her hands. She's not talking to anyone. She's, she's typing and like yeah. shrugging and she's shit. She's always like, shaking her head like she's a duck. Like no, shaking yeah. her tail feathers. Like no, just, nobody does that no. when they type. Do you when you text, do you act like you're talking back nope. to somebody? No. Nope. It's insane. But they had to give it some animation. Nope. Like I feel like the director was like, Okay, guys. We it's we can't just have you sitting there typing. You, so you have to be kind of you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you gotta, we have to have some movement on the screen. I feel like it's like no, yeah. just have them type. But Tom Hanks was so good because he was going like so he's typing and so it's narrating and he's like mm, or maybe it was like backspace yeah, and whatever he's a great because actor. he's doing normal like people stuff. He's a but, terrific whereas actor. Whereas Meg Ryan is literally saying the exact words that she's narrating and then shaking her head like she's shaking her tail feather like as a duck and it was yeah. just so fucking annoying and distracting. Anyway, it's crazy. Meg Ryan. And her team of people at the small shop bookstore, Edith Bunker, the really dull one, and, and then Zahn. Steve Zahn, um, they find out about 
uh, Fox Bookstore, which is Tom Hanks's bookstore. Yeah, okay? the big chain coming in. So, but Meg Ryan still doesn't know that it's Tom Hanks nope. and that she's emailing with him. Nope, and she won't know for like, it seemed like six hours in this movie. I yeah. feel like she didn't know for. Yeah, so they find out about that and then they start bitching about it. Um, by the way, oh yeah, did you see that uh, Greg Kinnear got those typewriters and he was super excited about it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, uh, Tom Hanks actually really loves typewriters. In real life, yeah. Yeah, in real life. Yeah, and so true. people just like send him typewriters, which I'm pissed off about. Like because, classic ones, they're yeah. cool too. And then he sends them a letter with it and it's usually pretty snarky where he's like, oh, you thought you could win my affection with a typewriter. Like, you know. Yeah, it's Tom Hanks. Whatever. It's, it's charming. Hanks. But I'm just upset because he has so much money that he can buy whatever typewriter that he true. wants. Send me the typewriter. <laughs> like, I also <laughs> like, like typewriters. A typewriter. Yeah. This, um, speaking of it, this movie has Tom Hanks, Dave Chappelle, Edith Bunker, Gene Stair, Stapleton there, yeah. uh, Greg Kinnear, Dabney Coleman, Meg Ryan, John Randolph, Stephen Zahn, Parker po- The fucking cast is insane. Like, it's like, here's oh, yeah. going to be movie stars for the next 20 years. But how does it turn it? How is it a pile of shit? I don't understand. Yeah, it's pretty bad. How they took all these people, and most of them are great comedic actors, some of them legendary, and turned it into a magical pile of horseshit. I yeah. don't know how it happened, but I hate it. Um, so now we meet Tom Hanks's new stepmom, or like soon to be stepmom, and she is a weirdo. She like wants him to kiss her on the mouth and yeah. like whatever. So she is dropping off his. And she's. 30 to 40 years younger than his father also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, so his yeah. stepmom is she's you know, considerably younger Dabney than- Coleman, 70. Well, yeah. I think she's about the same age as Tom Hanks. In, like, I think that she's younger. supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, around yeah. there. Because yeah. his dad likes to go out with younger ladies- yeah, that's, definitely. Yeah, because yeah. he's got that we find they out bring about it up the kids. At the end, yeah. Well, also the kids. He's got a. So he's got like a five-year-old little brother. Yeah, five-year-old little brother and like a nine-year-old aunt. Which that's his grandfather. That's his kid, grandfather's that's kid. That's fucking gross. Yeah. So John Randolph is that getting guy, it done. That guy looks like whenever he. Um, I don't really, uh, gross, finishes <laughs> into a lady, it's probably like powder. I would imagine He's it would just be- as fuck. Yeah, it would just be dust. Yeah, it it's just dust. Anyway. Steam, maybe. Um, so the Irish nanny is dropping him off, uh, dropping the kids off, the nine-year-old aunt and the five-year-old is little she brother. she Irish? Yeah, she, oh, I don't know, she had a terrible accent. She okay, sounded maybe like she that's was Irish. Why I, I could not place that accent. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. And so the little kids are like, oh, yeah, she's getting divorced. Because, like, the stepmom brought her just in case Tom Hanks couldn't handle the kids on his own. It's like, yeah. it, relax, lady. Like, it's fucking Tom Hanks. It's he Hanks. was in big. They're going to have a great time. And he has a montage that looks like the most fun with these kids, oh, too. Yeah. They have a great time. I wanted to go the, hang out with them. Who doesn't? I want yeah. Tom Hanks to take me around for ice cream and to play things. It's, and it's do like the fun. strong man thing with the yeah, hammer. Yeah, yeah, I mean, come on. That was, that was the tits. It. We loved Tom Hanks. So then the Irish nanny says, never marry a man who lies. Yeah. Because she's getting a divorce. Great advice. Yeah, great advice, lady. Thanks a lot. But it's so funny because the whole movie, Tom Hanks is lying to Meg Ryan. The whole time. Well, they're lying. They're not lying. They're just keeping. Well, he lies later. Yeah. He he lies to her later. He doesn't lie to Act 3. Yeah. At this point, he's just a guy who doesn't know who she is. Keep in mind, I'm still rooting for Tom Hanks. He's my best friend, and I love him. Well, yeah, of course. Okay. Even though he's technically kind of the bad, <laughs> kind of the bad guy in this movie. Yeah, and I wrote 20 way. times, I want him to be my dad. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, so Tom Hanks is taking the younger brother and his aunt to go see the storybook lady, which turns out to be Meg Ryan. Um, his competition, well, not really competition, because he doesn't see her as competition. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, what I thought was funny was that Meg Ryan says, like, so she hands the little girl a, a handkerchief to blow her nose. And the, the little girl, go, the aunt goes, well, what? She's like, what, what is this? And Meg Ryan's like, do kids not know what handkerchiefs are? And I was like, oh, wow. If that was, if they don't know what handkerchiefs are in 1998. Yeah, they definitely. Imagine <laughs> explaining to Madison, like, yeah. what. Madison is my daughter, by the way. Yeah. Imagine, like, I don't think she knows what a Probably not. I don't think she's ever, no one's ever handed her a piece of cloth to wipe her nose with, yeah. probably, in this day and age now. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody knows what a handkerchief is anymore. No, definitely um, not. She she had one, of course, that her mother embroidered for her and the yeah. whole thing. It's like, how much whiter can you be? Yeah, this terrible. whole thing. Good so, God. Yeah, so Tom Hanks looks at Meg Ryan and he goes, may I ask who you are? And I so badly wanted him to say, because your voice sounds so much like this voiceover person who emails me these boring <laughs> anecdotes about butterflies on the train. Constantly. 
that, are you that person? Yeah, that's so terrible. Um, it was $73 for the books. And at this point, I'm like, all right, Meg Ryan, let's throw in the towel because $73 for children's books is way too much money. Yeah, that's And we excessive. definitely need to Fox books in this neighborhood. Yeah, that's too expensive. It's it way is. too expensive. It's, it's boutique it's expensive. It's, yeah, and it's not how much the books are worth. No, well, she's she, she's the story book. It's the experience you're paying for because Although, you go in and she's, you know. I will say. This whole movie really made me want to live in 1998 yes. in New York City and go to a bookstore. It's true. This movie is as 90s as Saturday Night Fever is 70s. Yeah. That's that's yeah. how no, this movie is a time capsule of 1998 just the yeah. same way that's a time capsule of 1977. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing, although this is a much better New York than yeah. 1977. So Meg Ryan is talking trash about, you know, she's like, oh, thanks so much for buying books from our store. And she's talking trash about Fox books across the street. And it's like, um, don't talk trash about your competitors. It's so unprofessional. She's trying to rally the troops, though. She's trying to be like, hey, we got to stick with our, you know, our neighborhood mom and pop shops. Like we can't have. I don't think it's unprofessional. I think it's more like, hey, we got to keep these big box stores out of our neighborhood, running all the little ones out out from underground. But it's a little weird coming from behind the counter. It sounds bitter. And yeah, that's that's what it is. It's it's fine to do that stuff, but if she's like, oh yeah, thanks, you know, blah blah blah, like and talking shit. But anyway, the little boy is spelling. Um, this is my favorite part of the whole movie. Um, the little boy apparently learned how to spell his last name, and so he's going F O X. And I don't know why Tom Hanks had to be all weird about it because it's yeah. not like he didn't say my last name is. Yeah, F-O-X. my last name is F O X, and this is actually he's actually the guy that runs the place, and he's coming to get you, and blah blah blah. Like the little yeah. kid was just like F. O-X. Yeah, because like, he, he, when she asked his name, he just said, just call me Joe. He wouldn't say his Yeah, that's name. right. Tom yeah. Hanks. Joe and the Volcano. Joe versus the Volcano. Another Meg another. Ryan and Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, they did a lot. I prefer the other, the, the non-Meg Ryan Tom Hanks movies, though, always. Yeah, I love I Splash. Too. I love The Burbs. I love The Money Pit is probably my, I think that's Tom Hanks' best comedic performance yeah, if we're going to get into it. Yeah, he's great in that movie. Fantastic. The one angsty girl that works at Meg Ryan's shop is uh, super upset because she's like, oh, shit, well, if Fox Books is opening up, yeah. I'm never going to find another part-time job. Are you kidding? Yeah, she also said, I won't be able to pay my rent and I'll have to move to Brooklyn, which it's hilarious that in 1998, someone who worked part-time in a boutique bookstore could afford to live in Manhattan, which is yeah. hilarious. And now she's complaining about wanting to move to Brooklyn, which is where everybody in New York wants to live now. And that's yeah. even, she couldn't even afford to live there now. No, she she'd just didn't living, want to. She'd be living in the South Bronx in yeah. like, you know, in a, in a burnt out building. And Steve Zahn was like, well, enjoy rent control. Cause like, you know, like Brooklyn has rent control. No, him, he said about? he yeah. had rent control. Yeah, he's, he's like, like I got because he was like, I'll be fine. I four fifty a month, six rooms in New York, and I'm just yeah. like, what the fuck? That building is yeah. torn down now and replaced by a big glass monster owned strictly yep. by Russian investors. Yep. that's all it is now. It's like it's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Such a different time. But what I thought was funny was that angsty girl could be a blogger now, and she oh, could yeah. just you know, she could blog about the move. Yeah, she could blog about the move to Brooklyn, and you know, then everybody could be like, "Oh, you know what? Brooklyn maybe isn't that bad." Because you know, she, <laughs> she could have been internet following. She the, could have started the movement. The whole point of this fucking podcast right now is that the internet is the worst. Okay, I understand yeah. that I'm recording an internet radio show and <laughs> yeah, I'm you're... critiquing movies from fucking 20 years ago, and thousands of people. I was streaming it last night. We were streaming that movie, so like, yeah. I mean, the internet is great because I can remember watching this movie on a VHS. Wow, I can remember That's watching this on a VHS. At, well, I actually liked it when I was really. A kid. Yeah, I love wow. this movie when I was because I love Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. But so, how could you, wow, well, how could you stay awake through this as a kid? Like, I, Jesus, I, I usually watched it whenever we had sleepovers, like my friends would come over and sleepover. But anyway, so now <laughs> I'm streaming this movie. I'm gonna tweet about it, okay? So that thousands of people can listen to it and you guys can hear my fucking stupid blatherings about whatever, but I hate the internet. I'm sorry, you guys. I it's just, ruined everything. Yeah, Let's I be wish that I could just here. be like a carnival barker and just it's like, it right up. You want to hear about my bad movie? Watching, the, <laughs> watch, yeah, watching this and seeing just the sliver of the internet, just the internet, just putting the tip in. Oh. You know, it's, 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 you can see like, this was fine, but we've gone too far. The basically. internet has raped us. It has. Is that what you're it's, saying? I feel like it. Some of you, it's voluntary. I'm not saying that. Some of you, you've it's wanted consensual. it. It's consensual. For like, for me, I feel like it's not consensual. Yeah. It's just yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. So this author comes into the bookstore and she's all concerned and weird about Meg Ryan's book sales and like the, what's it called? The
the Fox bookstores has only been open for like maybe two days. And she's like, yeah. oh, what's going on? Are you okay? Do you need me to rally the troops? What do you need me to do? And blah, blah, blah. It's like, uh, hey, lady, it's only been like day two. Like, yeah. cool your fucking jets. Yeah. How would I know? Yeah, I have the, no fucking is idea. Yet. Is this when they meet at the party, Tom Hanks and yeah, Meg so Ryan? Yeah, so right after that, I was going to say Meg Ryan and Greg Kinnear go to some party and mm-hmm. rut row. Tom hey, Hanks is there. There he is. Uh-oh. And all she knows him as is Joe. Yeah. Just Joe. From the guy from the bookstore with yeah, the cute kids. Yeah, just Joe. Um, so now this guy comes out because she's talking to him. She's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like, you know, whatever. And this guy goes, I can't believe you were just talking to Joe Fox. So now Ooh, Meg Ryan Here's knows. the intrigue. Well, she knows that Tom Hanks is Joe Fox. That's yeah. this, at minute 34. This comes out. Yeah. That Tom Hanks is the bad guy. But of course, is she doesn't. Is he bad guy? To her. Oh, yeah, I guess. At, at, in her movie plot at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got this thing. Yeah. He's the big bad wolf. And. She's, he's coming to blow her little bookstore down. Yeah. And she is, you know, figuring it out now, but she still doesn't know about the online. She doesn't know that no. that's NY152. Oh, the layers, goddammit. Ooh, it's like an onion. This a is a big, stinky onion. <laughs> <laughs> big, stinky, nasty onion. This is where I have to get into a little math here, too. Okay, let's get okay. into some math. He tells her, what do you sell? About 350 grand a year in books, okay? $350,000 well, yeah, a year okay. in books. Well, yeah, okay, so yeah, Meg Ryan is all pissed off yeah. at Tom Hanks, and she's like, where, the, where do you get off? You know, you came into here, you brought, like, you know, you were just doing some research on me, you were stalking me, and blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, actually, I was taking my... It's just, she said that the kids were fake and whatever. Yeah, and you probably like, no, rented my, those kids. Yeah, those yeah. are my aunts, my aunt, my little brother. Like, I literally took them to the, to the bookstore because that's what they wanted to do. And, yeah. you know, like, so whatever. Yeah. She lives a pretty nice lifestyle. She has yeah. a really sweet apartment that would be, oh, oh I don't know, $3 million nowadays. Yeah, and, it's sick. You know, it's, it's sick. She lives a nice life. She goes around. She just buys shit. I never see her want for money or anything like that. Yeah. He says she probably sells $350,000 in books. Takeout, overhead, oh, salaries. Oh, she says, how did you know that? How did you know that? So, so that's yeah. accurate. Yeah. Salaries of all the people that work there. She's got like four employees there. Yeah. They look, seem to be full time. Yep. She, all of this thing. What does she, and, and then the books, what is she pulling down? About 70 grand a year for New York City back then? She's like. That's great. She's like a millionaire at that point. No, that's still terrible in New York City. That's I know. Not, that's not great. Like, I don't understand how she's living like that. But I mean, like for that. a small bookstore, that's fucking great. It's fine, but I don't know how she's living. Like, nowadays, if she ran that bookstore in New York, she would live in, like, southern Jersey and have to take... She wouldn't even be able to afford yeah. a car. She'd have to take the train in every day. It yeah, no, exactly. Horrible. So, this is... It's so weird. Um... Now we've got Parker Posey and Greg Kinnear who meet, okay? Uh, tensions are at an all-time high between Meg Ryan and uh, T. Hanks. Oh, yeah. They're, okay? about to, they're about to throw down. All-time high. Meg Ryan's lecturing him about, you know, don't scrape the fucking caviar and, you know, whatever. And so Parker Posey and Greg Kinnear meet. Uh, Greg Kinnear is like, oh, you're like this big corporate fat cat and how do you sleep at night and Parker Posey's like this like shark business lady who's like well actually I do this meditation and I do this and blah 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 and then she's like oh aren't you that guy who writes for the paper yeah, at least she this knows is his where pieces. yeah this is where we find out that Greg Kinnear actually fucking sucks because he's super into himself he's like oh, oh yeah so you like my stuff like that's cool you know like at one point he's like I just you know I just you write it and it's out there and you never know if someone's yeah. gonna you know be she's affected like, by it have you ever thought about writing a book and he's like yeah you know I have thought about writing a book oh shut the fuck up yeah. Greg Kinnear you know, like, if it's no, something but, relevant like 19th century yeah. English blah 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 it's like, yeah. no shut up Greg no, Kinnear you should bro down with your lady and be like no fuck you Parker Post yeah. Tom Hanks is a no. I can't even believe that I'm saying this. Tom Hanks is a monster, and he's trying to poach my my girlfriend's business. Nope. You go fuck yourself, lady. But no, instead, he he's like, swayed. oh no, I can yeah, I can write a book if you want. Because she has to like Maggie Ryan has to drag Greg Kinnear away from yeah. this conversation. Hey, and by the way, this is a little fun anecdote for the folks at home. Just think think on this. Um, I noticed that we never actually see Tom Hanks get romantic romantic with anyone. Like in a movie, like he only kisses people. We never see yeah. him like get all weird and like. No, thank God. Yeah. He has some goddamn respect for us. That's why. Yeah, because like in Turner and Hooch, like, you know, he's got a love interest in that. Money Pit. Splash. He has a mermaid living in his damn apartment. Castaway. He doesn't ever get romantic with that volleyball. No, thankfully. That's good. We didn't yeah. need to see that scene. Just from the bank, from the back, you don't see anything. You just hear Tom Hanks grunting and thrusting. Well, <laughs> <laughs> just got the volleyball pinned up oh, against a tree. This, oh. Like again, it's not voluntary. This is not voluntary. I do not hear consent. <laughs> oh. um, okay, this is where I wrote down that why does Meg Ryan keep typing and shaving her head? Yeah, that's so ridiculous. That's why, because at this point it gets like really over the. She's actually like framing things with her hands as she talks. Yeah, like, to her, it's insane. 
It's like so what a schizophrenic would do. So now Tom Hanks it goes back to that he's emailing Meg Ryan. Okay, now she doesn't know that it's Tom Hanks. No, no okay? clue. But no she knows clue. that Tom Hanks is Joe Fox, but she doesn't know that Joe Fox is emailing he's her. He's her lover boy. And that they are in love. Yes. Okay? So, but Tom Hanks is asking the tough questions. <laughs> Do you think we should meet? Oh, okay? which was a huge deal back yeah. then. Yeah. Meg Ryan is viciously opposed to this. No specifics. No, we're not meeting. I'm not actually in love with you. I'm in love with Greg Kinnear and in love with myself. Yeah, and my bookstore. And store. my bookstore and... You know, whatever. Possibly um, Edith Bunker. Ooh, yeah. Jury's still out on that. We don't I know. Don't, yeah, I don't know. Because Edith Bunker was talking about that she tried to have cyber sex, and Meg Ryan seemed oh, like no. maybe upset Edith, about that. Maybe Edith was catfishing her. You ever think of that? Maybe Edith really no, had No, but I really want that movie now. Now I want the movie where, <laughs> where Edith Bunker catfishes Meg Ryan <laughs> in 1998. I think I yeah. like that. Okay. So Meg Ryan I, I avoids this question. Okay, so she avoids it. She doesn't even answer him. No, okay. she closes her laptop. She closes like the laptop. Yeah, yeah like, like acts oh no. like it never happened. Yeah. Um, so now she's hiding from Tom Hanks at the flower shop and at the grocery store. Again, she does not know that no. Tom Hanks is emailing her. No, she she's just, doesn't, just trying she, to avoid yeah, him. Confrontation. Which I don't with know Joe Fox. why. Well, because they just argued at the the party. She says she feels like an idiot for yelling at him. That's a big thing. She's telling Tom Hanks online in the emails that she feels bad that she unloaded on this person. And he was saying you should unload on people once in a while. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that part because I was just yeah. so annoyed with Meg Ryan. Yeah, okay. she feels bad that she yelled at him and called him names, basically. Yeah. Called him a monster. So now she's at the grocery store and she's got in the cash, uh, no, in the card only line. No, cash only line. And she's yes. got a credit card. Okay, so Tom Hanks sees her. He goes up to her and he's like, oh, hey, how's it going? You need some money? And she's like, no, I don't need anything from you. But uh, Tom Hanks winning bitches over. With a knock-knock joke and a bad knock-knock yeah, joke. Yeah, Rose, the uh, cashier. Rose, the cashier. And he's like, knock-knock, who's there? Orange. Orange who? Orange you glad? Or, you know. Aren't you going to run this card through so yeah, this lady, so nice lady can get out of there? Yeah, it was yeah. him trying to be charming. As uncharming as it was, it was Tom Hanks, it was still charming. Honestly, I would let her run the credit card, Yeah, I'd be too. like, you know what? Fine, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. So I only brought the knock-knock joke because it does come up later. Well, in my head, I thought it should come up later. Anyway, so Tom Hanks's family is better, actually a better movie in your head. Is yeah, it? yeah. Um, Tom Hanks's family is actually really fucking weird um, because, like I said, we his grandfather has a young daughter who's his aunt, and his stepdaughter, his stepmom, is like trying to cop a feel. Yeah, future stepmom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, so they're at this like weird party, like they're doing family parties. The daughters, oh, yeah. the the aunt is singing everybody a, a song, and then everybody's singing like Meg Ryan, and everybody's singing their song and whatever. This is back before parties when you had people come over and like, do you see that article on Facebook? Yeah, they're showing each other YouTube videos now. Yeah, and then they're like, oh yeah, so like, you know, oh, I really liked your Instagram post. Oh, thanks. Yeah, like people would you know. like come over and like sing with each other and yeah. talk about their lives. This is weird, too, because Tom Hanks' family, I could tell they're ultra rich because they were playing the piano and making the children sing. In yeah. every movie I ever see with rich people, they always force their children to sing at parties. I don't understand yeah. that. That's how I know I wasn't rich mm-hmm. growing up. I was never asked to sing a, a note yeah. growing up. So that's yeah. how, I mean, I knew we weren't rich, but now I'm I, positive of it. I was never asked. I just did anyway. You did anyway, well, but yeah, not yeah. with a piano in company. No, so was... I think that I just sang, and I don't know. People, I had a bowl cut. People thought I was probably really annoying, and they were like, "We feel bad for her. Just let her sing." <laughs> this is in the days where no one had anything better to do at a party because there was no phones yeah. in everyone's hands. Children so were just like, entertainment. Let's just have your kids sing, yeah. right? Yeah, okay, good. Let's yeah. all pretend we're paying attention to that. Um, so now we've got, and I don't actually know how much time has gone by. Okay, it seems like we're around the holidays right now. Edith Bunker sees that the crazy author that came by earlier, who was like, "You want me to rally up the troops?" She sees that author's picture up at Fox bookstores. Oh, yeah. And Edith Bunker knows it's fucking over now. That's it. Okay? Even, even the authors have abandoned yeah, Ryan. because Everybody's out. Yeah, because everybody's talked about their loyalty and whatever. And Edith Bunker, I think, crunches the numbers. And she yeah. was like, oh, we're down $1,200 in sales this week. Okay. From the same week last week. Yeah, say, from yeah. the same week last year. Last year. We're down $1,200 in sale. And it's like, you know what? It's really not that bad. It's a new bookstore that opened. Yeah, write Fuck it out. Fucking relax. Write it out. Yeah. That's, okay. They get a little uptight about the whole thing. Yeah. Here. 
But now we have moved on from emailing between Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, and Here we have comes. gotten into a little bit more intimate with the instant messaging. It pops up, and she went like, oh my, Like, yeah. what do I do now? Because the email, you could just send it and then return it at your own leisure. Mm-hmm. This is like an actual back and forth now. But- Let's not forget that she just completely ignored his question of, do you think we should meet? That was 15 minutes ago in the movie. Yeah, 15 minutes ago in the movie. But this is the last time that they talked. Like, she just completely ignored it. Mm -hmm. Um, So Meg Ryan is, you know, sitting there, IMing back and forth with him. And Tom Hanks actually seems way more interested in Meg Ryan um, than she is with him, which how fucking dare you, Meg yeah, Ryan, by the way, you should be fucking honored Yeah, that Tom Hanks, I, I get it, you don't know that it's Tom Hanks, but you should have like a just a general good feeling of warmth. <laughs> if you're like, wow, I feel, this feels like Tom Hanks talking is to me. Is this Tom Hanks diving right now? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, oh, ooh, ooh, it's like a cozy blanket. It's, it's very warm. Um, so Tom Hanks is like, you know, hey, what's going on and blah, blah, blah. And so then she starts complaining about work and he tells her, you know, but non-specifics. She just kind of says, you know, hey, I'm having a little bit of trouble with my business, and he's like, I'm really good at business, and tells her to go to the mattresses, which is a Godfather term, um, which is apparently like the second time that he's brought up a Godfather term. Yes. Well, so apparently he's obsessed with Godfather, and so is every man in 1998. Yes. Yeah, well, he had made a while they were talking at the party. He made a Godfather yeah, reference exactly. also. So this is like, so she goes, what is it with men and the Godfather? And so, meanwhile, it's just Tom Hanks, it's the same yeah. guy. Who's made well, both the references. Yeah, so he tells her to go to the mattresses and yeah. to go to war. So if you go to the mattresses, that means that you're at war and whatever and blah, blah, blah. And so Greg Kinnear comes home and she's like, hey, you know, I think I'm going to go to the mattresses. Do you know what go to the mattresses is? And he goes, yeah, it's from The Godfather. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Every man knows. Yeah. No, no, they do. The they do. But it was just funny that she said, what is yeah. it with all these men? And it was literally two men. It yeah, was literally exactly. the same guy in two yeah. different conversations. But according to her, it's three. Yes, exactly. Yeah, she yeah. doesn't know any different. So now Greg Kinnear... Um, Oh, no. So Meg Ryan is, you know, going to she's going to go gung ho. She's asked Greg Kinnear to write a piece about, you know, save our booths. Yeah. Um, save our save my bookshop, uh, whatever. And she's like shadow boxing. It's a massive PR campaign. It's, yeah. She's on television. She's on the local news. Saying, Why is keep, she shadow boxing? Keep it because she's going to war. She's not even I don't even know what that is. It looks like she has broken arms when she's doing it. It's terrible. Yeah, it didn't on, look Meg good Ryan. at all. I God, was like, she's you annoying. Take in this a movie. boxing class. She's so annoying. in this Commit. movie. Everything she does, every every syllable she leaks out of her mouth, it's all insanely irritating. In this yeah, movie. she's just awful. So, but Edith Bunker is reading out loud uh, Greg Kinnear's story, and he's really into it and himself. Not actually for saving his girlfriend's store. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this cool thing and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you suck, Greg Kinnear. I just wanted him to just get hit yeah. by a bus. Yeah, he was. he's the type that when people are reading his article, he'll mouth along with it because he oh, knows he remembers every word he God, wrote. I wanted to punch him. Yeah, he's one of those people. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Uh, so Meg Ryan is now speaking and she's, you know, on TV talking about, you know, she's like doing like a protest thing. Mm-hmm. You know, she's at, she's got like a podium and all these people are... You know, two, four, six, eight. We appreciate small bookstores. Yeah, whatever. They just want to and bust in and be like, "Look, Meg Ryan. Tell you what. Flash forward twenty years. Everything Tom Hanks stands for has won. Your assistant lives in a fucking burnt out building in the you South can Bronx. Download a book on your fucking phone. You live with your aunt <laughs> in Hoboken, New Jersey. If you're lucky, I don't even think you can afford Hoboken yeah. anymore. Let's put you down a little bit further. Yeah, away I've from watched the coast. enough House Hunters. I know what she can afford. Not that. Yeah, she's yeah. screwed. So that, yeah. that that's that's the reality of what your life is now. Yeah, Meg Ryan. she becomes a property virgin and she gets Egypt. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, oh, you want to live in this neighborhood? Too, too, too many too many inside references here. Oh, damn it. Okay. Property Virgins is a show on Netflix with on a woman HGTV. who sells the, or whatever it is. Yeah, but we see it on Netflix with a we watched lady, it on age. lady Egypt, named Egypt. And she is an Egypt charade and she is a sassy woman and she is my spirit animal. Terrific. Anyway, um, Meg Ryan isn't very passionate about this speech at all. She's not no. moving. Like, I'm not excited about what she's doing. No, I don't believe lame. in what she's doing. I don't care. Like, no. I'm just like, nah, I can't wait for Amazon. She's like, just annoying. Yeah. That's what I mean. The she's time, annoying people. Yeah, the whole time I was like, you know what? Like, I saw Jessica Seinfeld's cookbook came out on, on you know, whatever, and it's already a bestseller on Amazon, and I bought it on Amazon, and it's going to be here soon. Like, I was just super, I was so excited for Amazon to come out when she was making those speeches. But anyway, <laughs> um, Tom Hanks calls Meg Ryan a pill to uh, Dave Chappelle, because he's like, they're working out, and Dave Chappelle's like, oh, damn, that girl's really... Yeah, because they're watching you know, her on TV. Yeah, at the gym. Talk shit about Pam. And he's like, oh my God, that woman is a pill. And I was like, oh, I really just want somebody to call me a pill. That's a compliment, I think. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, My favorite line that Tom Hanks says in the whole movie is, 
He goes, I was eloquent. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she was misquoting him. Yeah, he, Mis- they, they, mischaracterizing they were, Yeah, he he's misquoted on the news, and he's like, I was eloquent. Shit. Yeah, that was um, good. Good time. I want delivery. that to be my, my life motto. Um, anyway, so she, Greg Kinnear is just all wrong for Meg Ryan, as we can see during this little montage of, you know, her protesting Fox Books. All right. My question was, is this protest going well? And no. I was really confused. And then it says that it's not going well, right? Like, you know, because she's like, okay, well, you know, how's it going? Um, not well. Edith yeah. Bunker says that there's not the slightest bit of difference. Yeah. Again, I don't know how long the time has gone by. No, they haven't told you. She had a massive PR campaign. Two weeks, six months. We have no goddamn idea how it long It seemed this like was. it was only like maybe two weeks. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of an article, some TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah, something. She expected to this to rally everybody and yeah. it absolutely does not. Yep. So Meg Ryan now is emailing with uh, Tom Hanks and telling him like, hey, let's meet up. Tom Hanks brings Dave Chappelle with him to meet Meg Ryan. Smart move. Just to walk up to the Always yeah. bring a buddy. Always bring a buddy. Always bring a wingman. Remember that, ladies, when you're bringing your gal pal, you, you know, bring a gal pal to your Tinder date or whatever because you don't want to be on an episode of Small Town Murder. Yeah, but also, they're, they're yeah, <laughs> people now are doing that so they can have sex with someone right away, yeah. so that's why they don't bring yeah. someone because they're planning on having, having um, immediate sex with them. Yeah, Dave Chappelle scopes out Sitch first, and he's like, oh, um, well, actually, it's Meg Ryan. Yeah, and it's he's that like, girl. what? Yeah. yeah, he's like, it's her name's Kathleen Kelly in the movie, whatever. Yeah. So he's like, actually, it's it's Meg Ryan. Um, and Tom Hanks like walks away. He tells Dave Chappelle to go away, and then he goes back and he talks to Meg Ryan, where Meg Ryan like yells at him and tells him like, you're an asshole and I hate you and. I, yeah, the guy that a, I'm meeting here tonight is much better than you and blah, blah, blah. And he's like tormenting her during this conversation. He's like making fun of her about the guy not showing up and stuff. It's like, it's you, asshole. You're doing this. And he's like, man, well, <laughs> And she's like, well, he him. would never do that. And yeah, it's like, yeah, like, he actually would because he's sitting right there. He messes with her for like three minutes. So he like picks on her. And then she says something nasty to him and he leaves. Yeah. And it's like, and she feels bad about it. And it's like, he was being a complete dickhead to her. She should have been a dick. Yeah. Back. So what I thought was funny was that she says that, you know, that she's like, well, this man is kind and he has the most wonderful sense of humor. It's like, how do you know that? Because you guys don't have any specifics about no. him at all. You have well, no idea if he's kind. You just know that he made an anecdote about flower never falling on the ground. Whatever. Yeah, she thinks he's funny. And then after she he the, she stood up, yeah. she has to like go back to her apartment and just kind of wallow in it. Because well, you couldn't just like get on Tinder and find somebody else in five and, seconds. And also, you couldn't just like text him and be like, "Dude, what fucking gives?" That's what I mean. So it was like she actually, you actually had to go home and actually like process your emotions and like yeah. become an, a, like a healthy person that yeah. would have to like. You didn't just be and like, bah, bah, "Fuck him and go to the next." Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. It's like mm-hmm. the, we're a bunch of insane narcissists now. Yeah, yeah. I so, want 1998 to come back. Now yeah. After this, make America 1998 again. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Meg Ryan uh, thinks that obviously something terrible has happened to Tom Hanks. That's that's what would made made him not show up. Um, but I don't understand. Like, why didn't she email him that night and be like, hey, because she just like doesn't email him at all. And like, why wouldn't she just be like, hey, like, what happened to you tonight? I was at the coffee shop. And yeah, I think while whatever. she didn't want to seem desperate, she was like, oh, I guess he doesn't like me. I guess I'll go home now. Well, yeah, because she was like, oh, what if he took one look at me and then, you know, left? And it's like, you know what? Have some fucking self-esteem. Yeah, that's what her friend tells her. Yeah. Anyway, so um, her coworkers are all speculating that maybe he could have been like a rooftop killer. Accurate. Maybe he could have been. You have no fucking idea. So she finally emails him and says, hey, how come you didn't show up? And she's apologizing for how she treated Joe Fox. Because she's like, hey, so since you didn't show up, some other guy showed up and I yelled at him. I called him, you know, names and I feel really awful about myself and blah, 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 whatever. Um, Tom Hanks actually lets his computer go to screensavers. Mm, Um, The stars. Yeah, the stars. And Battling I really, through the universe. I really missed all the stars and the pipes and the lasers. So and much I want nostalgia. one of screensavers now. Another, uh, another 90s nostalgia. Edith Bunker, at one point, uh, when they're talking about Meg Ryan's finances, Edith Bunker says, well, I'm doing very well for myself. I bought Intel at six. And it's like, yeah. how 90s is that? Talking yeah, you about, can't get any more 90s than talking that. Talking about buying Intel at a yeah. low cost and making and becoming rich off of yeah. it. Like that's It's so, everything about it, it's yeah. such a time capsule. It's insane. So I was super angry because she's like, why didn't you show up? 
right? And Tom Hanks goes to finally email her back, and he tries to lie. He's yeah. like, oh, I got stuck in a meeting, and I got this and that and the other, and blah, blah, blah. He's like, I don't know why he didn't just say, actually, I did show up, and you were particularly nasty to me, and I didn't appreciate your attitude. Well, because he knows she doesn't, she's not going to, he thinks well, she's not going to like him if it, she knows it's him. So yeah, he's that's trying true. To he's keep a little the, afraid. Yeah, he's trying to keep the uh, illusion alive. Yeah, so he does this whole thing and he keeps the illusion alive. Meg Ryan and her whole company decide that they're just going to close down the store. Again, they didn't even really try to like there was no, stay like, alive. They didn't days care. Of yeah. like Meg Ryan going, how are we going to pay rent this month? How yeah. is payroll going to get? That never happened. She was just like, eh, I guess we'll shut we're down. We're just not doing as well as I wanted to anymore, so we're just going to shut down. Um, now we find out that Edith Bunker fell in with, fell in love with like a Spanish dictator, apparently, because she's yes. like, yeah, okay, you know, whatever, like. Yeah, fine. that was a weird sidetrack that had no bearing on the plot at all. Yeah, but I it was funny because it's Edith Bunker, so I was fine with it. Yeah, but in a movie with this kind of runtime, that's the type of shit. Get the get an editor in there because this is a goddamn hour fifty nine. Yeah, I was gonna say. By the way, long. this is an hour fifty nine. Yeah, you could knock fifteen minutes um, off this easy easily too. Greg Kinnear and Meg Ryan go to the movies um, where they had "Let's All Go to the Lobby." Yeah, the I missed that school. again. Make yeah. America nineteen ninety eight again, um, and they decide that they're gonna break up after the movie. They go yep. out for like coffee or whatever, and they decide they're gonna break up, and they just decide that they just don't love each other anymore. And they giggle about it, and he's, she says, do you like someone else? And he's like, yeah, I kinda like that lady. And he's, she's like, oh, okay, and they're like, just normal friends now. Yeah. Nothing like nothing so ever So they're happened. like talking about it, and they're like, you know, they don't, they, they feel bad. They're like, oh shit, like I was hoping that you just like weren't madly in love with me, and I just don't love you anymore, like whatever. And yeah. Um, so that's why it's important to have communication with your relationships. I would say so. Um, if, but uh, yeah, it just felt like Meg Ryan didn't even try to stay open. Like, no. It just, it was like, oh, it just got difficult, and now I'm going to shut down. So. <laughs> Done. Yeah, that's, that's what the her life life's problems. Well, it is for her. It works yeah, out. I guess whatever. So wh- where does she go? But the good news is, is that she could probably get a job, being the storybook lady at Fox. Yes, well, she goes to Fox Books. She does go to Fox, and she ends up being a really weird. It's so lady. sad. It's just no one. It's so funny because no one <laughs> finds a childless Meg Ryan walking around the kids section of a bookstore teary eyed, strange at all. No, she looks like she's about to no. k- kidnap a child, put it in a car, and drive it into a lake. That's what she looks like. Oh yeah, no, she does I, I look see like that. she's going to yeah. do that. She looks like a psychopath. Yeah, but um, okay, so. Tom Hanks and Parker Posey are in the elevator going back to their apartment, and the elevator got stuck. Um, so Tom Hanks calls on the red phone to call maintenance and be like, hey, our elevator's stuck. Do you think you can get us going here? And this is where the knock-knock joke comes back, because he's like, hey, Juan. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you can help us out? And I was really hoping that he would be. Yeah, Juan doesn't give a shit about his <laughs> knock-knock joke. I was really hoping that he would be like, Hey Juan, yeah, knock no. knock. Juan, Juan, the maintenance man, doesn't give two shits about Tom Hanks. No, but knock, I really knock, wanted him to like tell a knock knock because Tom Hanks can charm anybody, so he could get Juan to fix the elevator. I, don't know. I think Juan has to send money back somewhere, and he yeah. doesn't have time for this shit. So the elevator guy is like, "If I ever get out of here, I'm gonna marry my girlfriend. I don't know why I'm I'm sitting on it. You know, I don't know why I'm waiting so long." Yeah. And Tom Hanks, I guess, is inspired. Yes. By Hector the. Was his name Hector? Or I, don't, I, just... I have no idea what that guy's okay, name is. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. He was inspired by the, yeah. the guy. And I think it's funny that he's like, if I ever get out of here, it's like, hey, dude, you've been in an elevator for 20 minutes. Like, yeah, it's, you're it's okay. not, the oxygen is <laughs> not going to run out yeah. and you're all going to perish in there. Yeah. There's rich people in the elevator. They'll get you out. So don't worry. He breaks up with Parker Posey because he's like, I don't like you. You yeah. don't like me. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he like tells Meg Ryan about it. Yeah. And she Which, says she broke up with her. Yeah. Guy, yeah. Which. He uh, says, I won't get into specifics, but I will say that Brinkley and I moved out. Brinkley is his dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, yeah, we yeah, moved yeah. out, and then he goes Which, to live. by the way, Brinkley is the name of the dog in yeah, Hooch. Yeah, it is. So he goes to live on a boat. Turner and Hooch, its name is Hooch. No, but the dog. Oh, the real life yeah. dog. Okay. That would probably make sense. Yeah. So anyway. The, I know the, his name is Hooch. He goes to live, like, that's, <laughs> he goes to live on a boat. Yeah. Which is what his father's doing, too. That's what too. rich white people do. That's what rich white people go when they live on boats when they get divorced, because yeah. his father's got a bigger boat yeah. next to him where him and the young woman who tried to molest Tom Hanks, yeah. they broke up as well. So Tom Hanks, he doesn't eat, like he tells Meg Ryan, like, hey, we, I broke up with my girlfriend. Well, you know, whatever. And then she doesn't even like ask him if he's okay. She's no. just like, yeah, great, my store shut down. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we decided to close down because I'm boring and don't feel like trying. By the way, the boat, another way I knew I wasn't rich, because when I got divorced, I had to sleep on my mother's couch. 
much. I didn't have yeah. a. I couldn't just go live under a boat. You know, live in a boat somewhere and live it in a says, yacht. That's another. It says Fox Three on it. Yeah. So I didn't sing as a child, and I had to sleep on a couch when Aww. I got divorced. So those two things tell me I'm not rich. Apparently. So, so I. Yeah. I wasn't sure until now, but now I'm positive. Weird about realization it. for you. <laughs> it's true. So yeah, Papa Fox. Um, it breaks up with his. Well, his the creepy stepmom runs away with the Irish nanny, and we actually yeah. find out that you know how ironic that is because he ran away from his wife with all the nannies that Tom Hanks And they laugh. Had. They have a good yeah. laugh about they that. They have a, a nice, weird, white guy laugh about yeah, that, which like is a, really creepy. It's a, it's a white, rich guy. <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway. Drinking dirty I'm, martinis I'm and still a millionaire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's all, it's all just bumps along the road. Um, so Tom Hanks goes by and the Meg Ryan's apartment, and he's uh, Meg Ryan is sick, okay? And she's just boring the hell out of everybody on the intercom. She's like, oh, I have a cold, and I've been sneezing, and did you hear that? And, yeah, by the way, voice is so over the top. Yeah, to call if, thing. And I sneeze it. Can't you hear me sneeze? It's like, could, could Meg Ryan get more annoying? Yeah. There it is. Yes, yeah, I was going to say, so the writers were like, can we make sure that we have enough Bs and Ms and Ns in this? Yeah, make it really Yeah, in this weird. sequence so that we can make sure it's super fucking weird. But anyway, so Tom <laughs> Hanks brings her flowers and offers to like, take care of her. Okay, whatever. And she's just like, Ugh. I don't know because like you know I was really rude to you but you're mean and you're an asshole and you're a nice person so he and forces then, her way into her, into her home like a and he sits lunatic. on her bed yeah she lays down in bed he sits on her bed who lays down in bed when you have a guest over anyway well, that you don't like well these are like rivals too like, yeah, they're you not don't friends like him. this isn't his best, her best friend he sits yeah. on her bed. He puts his hand over her mouth when she goes to talk. I'm like, dude, Whoa. this is you're you're this Whoa. this close to this being yeah. some form of sexual assault yeah. at this moment in time. So, because what I what I wrote down was that like I'm like, you guys don't even like each other. Like, I don't care if I don't give a shit about somebody. If I don't like somebody, if yeah. they come over to my house and I'm sick, I'm like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. I want to lay down. No, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to look at you. I don't want anything. I don't fucking no. feel good. Get out of my fucking house. She's sitting on the bed, and he's he's being uh, he's one step away from wearing her skin as a hat. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. how. That's how nuts yeah, that's he true. seems. You know yeah, what I mean? he seems super nuts. Um, but anyway, so now he says, like, okay, so he leaves, and then he's, like, um, emailing back and forth with her, like, because he knows that it's her, obviously, but she doesn't know that it's him. And he's emailing with her, like, you know, staging, like, hey, let's meet. And then he starts, Tom Hanks starts meeting her. In real life. In real life, whenever they're As supposed Joe to Fox. meet. As yeah. Yeah, whenever they're supposed to meet, whenever she's supposed to meet the internet guy. Well, no, she just, they just bump into each other. He's just like following I know, her but around. he's making plans with her, and then yeah. he knows where she's going to be, so yeah, yeah, then yeah. he bumps into that her. That only happened once. That only happened No, 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 he's making plans with her the whole time, and she, so he knows where she's at, and that's why he keeps running into her. That doesn't happen. Yes, because he keeps running into her, happened. and then he's like, we should run into each other on purpose. Yeah. And then he finally said at the end, he's like, we should meet somewhere on purpose. And so then she's like, okay. And so they're like, we'll go get lunch or whatever. And then she got an email from the guy saying, hey, we should meet here around lunchtime. So she says, hey, sorry, I have to go meet up with him because he wants to meet up with me. It was around 4 like, o'clock. It was yeah, later. That way like, she would have time to go home and change after lunch and then meet him at, at 4. He's like, oh, no, I totally understand. Like, you know, that's fine. You want to go meet him. That's great. Whatever. So... He says, hey, you know, if I wasn't, right before, you know, they're going to have their big meet, he says, if I wasn't Joe Fox and you weren't the shop uh, the shop owner around the corner, I would have asked you for your phone number and we could have done this forever or whatever fucking stupid yeah, yeah. thing. And and then so she's like, okay, whatever. So she's he's putting it in her head like, hey, I'm not a bad guy. I like you. So in that yeah, way, I'm not she, terrible. she has a nice feeling about him before they're like she pals finds for out. like a half hour in this movie too. Yeah. They, this is just like this montage of them yeah. hanging out for like a half hour. Could have been three minutes long. We would have yeah. got the picture. But anyway, so when so she goes to the park or wherever the fuck she's supposed to meet him, and and then he shows up, and she wasn't even mad. Or, like, didn't even nope. say, oh, get the fuck out of here. Like, she wasn't even shocked, wasn't even whatever. And then she says the stupidest fucking line to the whole fucking movie is she's like, I wanted it to be you. Yeah. That when? Was when? Yeah. When? He still shut your business down. Well, when they were friends for the last half hour of the movie that they were hanging out and yeah. being buddy-buddy and eating every goddamn meal together. Whatever. It I think that's where, sucked. but it's so stupid. Her reactions are not a real person's reactions. She's, no. Again, we've had this several times. Our main character clearly has a head injury. Again, she yeah. acts like she has a goddamn head injury yeah. over and fucking over again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's that's all it is. Yeah, it's, it's a another, head injury. Another head injury woman finds love. Yeah. All right, guys. So that was You've Got Mail. 
Oh, stick around for the Heigl meter coming yeah, up. Yeah, so this. we're going to do the Heigl meter. Let's go to the Heigl meter. Okay, so for those of you just joining us, the Heigl meter, Heigl meter <laughs> is uh, our system of rating uh, on a scale of zero Heigls to five Heigls. We rate how much we hated this movie, five Heigls being the most excruciating. Yes, five being bad, one five being, being bad, zero being not still that bad, bad yeah. but, but better than five. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the, yeah. whatever. I gave this movie 152 Heigl's. Really? Here's the reason. Because Tom Hanks' screen name was NY152. Ah, and they started speculating fair. on what the 152 meant. Mm. And that was when I knew. That's a lot of foresight. That, that is my Heigl. It was at the end of the movie. Yeah, that's good. It's pretty good stuff. Uh, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks were speculating on what that meant. Yeah. And I was like, I know what it means. Yeah. How many Heigl's I give this movie. This movie saw into the future. It mm-hmm. knew. Well, yep. on mine, I, I first of all have to go, what, how did... How did this movie like who who pitched this movie? Yeah. Like who walked in and said, you know, check it out. All right. This yeah. is exciting. Looking for a high concept? I got it for you. <laughs> Two 38-year-old white people type for an hour and 59 minutes. What do you say? Just typing. No, they can make facial expressions, but they're typing most yeah, of the time. Yeah, they're mostly someone just said, typing. Yeah, yeah, that's the one right there. So with that, I am going to give this movie, it's actually, you're going to be surprised, one and a half eagles. Wow. Which is a low rating, or a, a high rating, I should say, for this. Because, okay, I have a, I, I start with five. Everybody gets five to start. Okay. If we're watching it, it's a pile of Guilty shit. Guilty until proven innocent. Exactly, and that's how we're going to do this here. Uh, it's one star off yeah. just for the warm 90s nostalgia. Just okay. because watching it gave that's me a fair. very warm feeling, and that's I felt fair. very 90s. So that's we're down to four. Half a star off for putting Chappelle and Hanks together. That's a great duo. Because I like that. That was yeah. good. Okay, now... Two stars off for general Hanksian goodness, I would say. <laughs> Just generally having Tom Hanks around, having him deliver lines and yeah. walk and talk and do things, you get two stars off for that because yeah. that's just enjoyable. When yeah. he's just hanging out, that's enjoyable. It almost brought it to one. I almost brought it down to one, but the hour 59 runtime kicked it up to one and a half. <laughs> Back up to one and a half because that is too fucking long for this movie. Yeah. I could go in right now and cut 25 minutes off it. You would watch it and not even notice it was gone. Well, we thought it was like an hour and 37, and then I remember we, because I was like, he's like, oh, this movie's not that long, and uh, I, I remember I was like, oh, I feel like it's really long, and then I looked, it's and long. it was like an hour 59, and oh, I was like, yeah. mother F. It's painful. Mother F. It's so bad. It's so yeah. bad. So anyway, uh, oh, I'm staying strong on 152. Hey. I love Tom Hanks. I love the Tom Hanks-Dave Chappelle duo. Brinkley was a great dog. Fantastic. And I'm sure Frankie would have liked Brinkley, but. But, guys. If you, whether you agree with our rating or don't agree with our rating, let's not talk about Heigl's for a minute. Let's talk about stars, as in five stars on iTunes. Which but five is, stars meaning like that you love it. Yes, five stars on iTunes means a different thing. Please, either way, whether you like it or hate it, please go on iTunes and give us five stars. The It's so helpful to us on a business end, you wouldn't even, couldn't even begin to explain it to you. So tell please, us that you got Heigl'd. Doesn't matter. Say that, tell us that you personally got Heigl'd. Go on and give us five stars on iTunes. We tell, beg of you, thank you. Tell me what you ate for lunch. I don't give a shit. We don't care. Yeah, it just doesn't put it matter. On there and be like, I ate a sandwich. Make sure that it's got five stars attached to it. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, but do okay. that. If you've been listening, you enjoy the show. It takes two minutes. Just get on there and help us out with that. We would be so grateful. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. And, uh, you know, other things if you want to. Um, I know that we had Karen. Uh, Karen tried to do the challenge on Muscle of Dogs. Ooh. And I have to tell you, she got to 10 minutes. That's rough. And I told you that 16 minutes and yeah. 13 seconds was the time to beat. So if you can get past that on Muscle of Dogs. You, you know, this you, is why we do this, guys. Because yeah, yeah. we got deep. We got through it somehow. Yeah, I thought it was funny. She's like, I, I couldn't get past the preschool scene. I don't blame her. Yeah, I really can't. I can't blame her at all. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, Lenny. Lenny has been... Uh, messaging us. Oh yeah, you know, Lenny, the counselor. Yeah, he's yeah. he's been messaging us. Hi, Lenny. Hello. <laughs> I, know for I know you'll message me as soon as you hear this. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hi, Lenny. Thank you so much for listening, and we really appreciate that you like it. And thanks to all the new people that have been listening. Yeah, I know we that we've it. got Amber. Hi, Amber. Yes, shout out time. Amber said that she was fangirling super hard. So hi, Amber. 
And uh, we're all friends now. And yeah, that's it. So um, that's it. Follow us on social media. Yeah, you tell follow us, us on social media. Tell us about you know, I don't know, your IMing with people or something on. Yes, on and AOL. Where, where can they follow us on social media? Oh, it's at you got Heigold. It's Y O U G O T H E I G L D. And I'll put it on the description so that way you don't have to. I always put like my social media, your social media. And yeah, yeah. There. And then you can follow me at Meh Four. It's at M E H H H H Four. Four H's and a four. Four H's and a four. And I am at Jimmy P is funny. You can do that. You can try to spell my last name if you really want to get crazy, or you can just copy and paste from the show description, but you can friend us, talk to us, follow us, do whatever you want to do, and we will be happy to talk back to you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, please turn, tune in to James's other shows, Crime and Sports and Small Town Murder. Yes, God, do that. Um, you don't have to like sports. You just have to like hearing about assholes who yeah, don't know what to do with their money. Good time. And they just buy cocaine. Lots, most of the time, yes. Yeah. And sometimes kill their wives or others. So yeah. it happens a lot. Yeah. And, that's and you know show. what? I think that you should also send us some pictures of your pets because I feel like- Send them to Sarah because I don't give a shit about your pets whatsoever. No, send it to you Yeah, send yeah, it there. Send, send it there. I won't look at them though because I don't care about your pets, but Sarah cares about your pets. I want to see the pets. I, I see couldn't the care less about your pets. I want to see the puppies because Frankie's puppy and you saw it. got to see Frankie being yeah. a little bit of a harlot. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, thanks guys so much for tuning in and we will- See you guys next week. We promise we are yes, we will not, not skip. seeing any weird shit happening this week where we have to have Borat come over and fix our fridge. <laughs> should be good. So I think that we should be pretty good. All right. Well, then thank you so much. We'll see you next week. All right. You've got mail. Oh. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.